Hello, my name is Jared. And my name is Elle. And you are listening to The New Leaf Project, kind of, because we are here to not talk about our podcast. We are here to talk about someone who is starting a podcast that is going to be a part of the New Leaf family of podcasts. And we're really, really excited about it because it's exposing us and 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 inviting us into a, a really interesting field of theology called political theology. Now, Al, what do you already know about political theology? Not enough to say anything intelligent about it. Other than and, I other than I really want to learn about it. I am in the exact same boat. This is not one of the classes that I took at Emmanuel Bible College in the mid-1990s. And here to uh, prevent Elle and I from just pooling our ignorance or sweeping it up into a little pile on the floor is our good friend, Ryan Turnbull. And he's going to tell us a little bit about this podcast, and he's going to tell us about what political theology is. So Ryan, uh, which do you think we should start with? Should we start with the question, the big question, what is political theology? Or should we start with what's going to happen on this podcast? What can people expect? Well, let's, let's, let's talk about what is political theology first off. That's a great place to start. Let's do that. I think political theology can name a few different things. Uh, political theology can just be simply theologizing around political issues. Uh, and the church has always done this. There are political ramifications to the things that Christians believe and the things that Christians teach. And it has always been the case uh, from the very you know, birth of Christianity in the New Testament that our our faith has kind of uh, political effects. So you can think of something as, as simple as Jesus disarming uh, Peter in the Garden of Gethsemane and with that act disarming all Christians. And uh, for the first several centuries of the church, most Christians were pacifist as a result. Uh, that's a kind of a very clear kind of trajectory of kind of political action that, that Christians took. Uh, and then it became the case that Christians we're no longer all pacifists. And that was a kind of a series of decisions uh, motivated about how to live out our faith in the world, given kind of changing reality realities and things. So that's kind of one way in which you can think about political theology is just kind of how does our, how does our faith, how does the things that Christians think kind of have a political life in the world. Another way to think about political theology is uh, to analyze kind of modern political theory through the lens of kind of doctrines. So you sometimes hear about this um, if you if you read things like the Atlantic or the New York Times, every so often you'll see something like the Obama doctrine or the Biden doctrine. Um, and this is often in reference to something like um, international relations. How is it that this president understands America's place in the world? Uh, and this kind of discourse uses kind of doctrinal language that actually does kind of grow out of a, a out of a certain kind of Christian vocabulary, 
Uh, and this tradition can kind of be dated to uh, a, a Nazi theorist from the early 20th century named Carl Schmitt, who wrote a book on political theology and kind of introduced this way of, of kind of doing political theology. Uh, and it, it looks, it takes its cues from, from passages in the New Testament that talk about the catacon or the one who holds back the Antichrist or holds back the forces of chaos in the world. Uh, and so when you're theorizing in, in kind of international relations, you might think of the U.S. empire after the fall of, of Soviet Russia. It is the catacon. It is this kind of stabilizing force in the world that kind of goes around policing the world and holding back the forces of terrorism or, or what have you. Uh, and then you can kind of launch critiques against, against it. So that's a kind of another way in which you might think about political theology. So I'm hoping that with this podcast, we can kind of perhaps draw from both of these traditions of, of political theology to think a little bit about our life as, as Canadians. Tell us a little bit about yourself and why this is interesting to you, if you don't mind. Yeah. So uh, as we said, my name's Ryan Turnbull, and I grew up on a farm in Western Manitoba, and my family has been here uh, kind of on the same bit of land since 1883, and uh, we're kind of an early settler family to that part of the world. My great-grandfather was a politician in the Manitoba legislature. Uh, I have great-great-great-grandfather uh, was a, an Anglican minister, uh, and essentially part of the work of theology uh, for me has been to to know myself. Uh, I'm training to be a theologian at the University of Birmingham in the UK. I'm doing my PhD there. And uh, as I've kind of been thinking about who I am and, and where I'm from, I've been kind of asking what... Um, what are my obligations as this kind of particularly situated person who is kind of the, the son of settlers and with this particular pedigree of kind of white Anglo-Saxon Protestantism, uh, kind of a certain kind of ruling class sensibility um, in an era of, of truth and reconciliation. So my PhD project is on Christian theologies of place and how Christians have thought about place and for better and for worse, uh, how that's been entangled with colonialism and the displacement of peoples. Um, and as somebody who kind of grew up with a very strong sense of place, uh, trying to figure out how that can be such a good thing and yet also carry with it these harms is something that I've been kind of wrestling with as I've you know grown into adulthood. So anyways, I'm doing all this work and one day I'm talking to my supervisor and my PhD supervisor says to me, Ryan, what you're actually trying to do here is kind of a work of Canadian political theology. And I said, oh, yeah, I, I guess I am. Uh, what does that mean? And he said, well, you should go find out. Uh, what kind of conversations are there in Canada that you can be kind of tapping into? What kind of traditions can you maybe be playing with a little bit? And so um, that's kind of how this journey began. I think I, I sent out a tweet into the void of Twitter saying, what is Canadian political theology? 
and uh, New Leaf showed up in my mentions. And kind of the rest was history from there. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that story about your how your own place and the work that you're doing is kind of tangling up in this in this really interesting conversation. Um, I, you know, you said off the bat, Jared, like what is political theology, and I'm not sure. <laughs> and um, why do you think um, Canadians? in general, just don't have a, a concept about our own Canadian. I mean, I believe that political theology exists here, but like, why do you think, Ryan, Canadians don't have a sense of this? Or why aren't they really talking about it? Part of it is that these conversations do happen, but Canada is a really big country. And so they might be happening in one part of the country and it's just simply not filtering across. Um it's also the case that, unfortunately, in Canada, we have a long legacy of kind of feelings of intellectual inferiority. We are kind of a, a middle power. So we're not one of the great powers of the world. Uh, and we've always kind of operated on the edge of one or another empire, be it the British Empire or the American Empire. And we tend to like to send our are learned people to either British or American universities. I'm studying at a British university. Um, and we tend to get a lot of our, our books and our intellectual life from these places. Uh, and there's long been this sense that we don't have things to think ourselves. Um, in fact, one uh, Canadian church historian, John Webster Grant, went so far as to say that kind of in the mid-century, Canadians were so convinced that if left to their own devices, our, our intellectual climate would just be completely sterile, that they wouldn't hire people who hadn't gone and done their doctoral work outside of Canada. Like if you went to the U of T or something, there was a certain point where you just could not get a job in Canada. You had to go to another country. Uh, so we have this kind of legacy of, I think, inferiority. And then, yeah, just kind of, we're a small market. Um, when when you look at kind of American publishing, there's 300 million people down there. And uh, so another 30 million Canadians might maybe buy their book. But if you try to write a, a book just for 30 million Canadians, it's a little tough to to make any money on that. What kind of guests or, or um, what kind of topics do you anticipate that you want to cover as you kind of get into this project? I, I'd like to do a couple things. Um, I would like to look at a few different uh, figures in Canadian political theology kind of history as we try and kind of figure out, is there a tradition of this, of, of kind of Canadians thinking in a kind of particularly Canadian way? One, one school that I'm particularly interested in is called Canadian Idealism. Uh, and this is associated with people like George Grant and Charles Taylor. Um, they're people who have been kind of recognized as thinking as Canadians about issues facing Canadians. Um, so I'm interested in, in folks like that. I'm also, Canada is a very diverse country. So I'd like to, to kind of uh, get immigrant perspectives, indigenous perspectives, um, I think it's important to highlight the dual kind of Protestant and Catholic nature of Canada. Um, we've always been this kind of dual faith kind of country. And so um, what does that mean? Um, I'd like to look at some kind of major movements that have been kind of um, 
maybe not exclusive to Canada, but definitely had a, a unique Canadian flavor. So we think of kind of the prairie socialist tradition that was led by kind of Baptist pastors like Tommy Douglas uh, that brought, you know, healthcare to Canada. Uh, that grew out of uh, a bunch of Baptists going and learning about the, so- the social gospel uh, down in the States and then bringing that back to places like Brandon University and propagating it from there. So I'd like to look at kind of some of those movements, even things maybe as counterintuitive as um, the liberalism of Pierre Elliott Trudeau. Uh, something that a lot of folks don't know is that he was a very devout Catholic and that actually a lot of um, his politics f- flowed from kind of his particular understanding of what it meant to be a modern Catholic. Uh, so I think some some of those kinds of stories might be interesting to our listeners. Jared, this next question is for you. Why on earth would New Leaf care about this kind of conversation? Well, that's a great question, Elle. And I'm sure you know, and our listeners know that um, Canada is our home. It is where we do our work. It is where we do our thinking. It is the context. Uh, it is the, the water that we swim in. And so any chance that we get to um, reflect on what it means to be um, Jesus followers in the middle of this country, which has cut a unique path on the global stage, um, and I, I think that there's a, there's a case that the Canadian church has cut a unique path on the global stage, um, and making sense of that through, uh, uh, through a series of podcasts focused on what it means to be Canadian and, uh, and how our faith and our political lives, um, intersect. So, I think a lot of our listeners are going to find this a fascinating series. And, and I really hope that uh, folks are going to take advantage of, of all the things that Ryan is bringing to the table, all the guests, because uh, what is always hilarious, L, is that whenever Canadians get talking about Canada, um, people discover things right in their own backyard. They didn't even know existed. So that is that is what New Leaf is all about. That's why uh, Ryan can uh, tweet into the void and it pings off of some New Leafer somewhere uh, because we have our ear to the ground in terms of what is going on in this country. I'm also very, very interested in uh, Ryan's exploration of what this means in terms of truth and reconciliation because that's another aspect and dimension of what New Leaf is is on about. We are interested in what does truth and reconciliation have to do with uh, living our lives um, uh, as Jesus followers in, in this country. So I think this is going to be an important, important podcast. I think it's going to be fascinating and I can't wait to listen. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. Ryan, are there any final words you kind of want to let our, our the audience know here about what you're planning? I would welcome any particular questions that folks have. If there's if there's a topic that you've always kind of wanted to know more about, uh, shoot us a message and let us know that you'd like to hear an episode on that. Um, I have a bunch of ideas for episodes, but those will run out eventually. So uh, listener feedback is deeply appreciated. 
and I guess also we could highlight that this podcast series won't be kind of in, in isolation. Uh, we're also working on a series of learning centers um, for some time in the spring next year. So um, you can check those out when they come on and that will be uh, another way into this conversation of what is Canadian political theology. That's awesome. Ryan, thank you so much for tweeting out into the void all those months ago and for being willing to connect with us and to bring us this kind of content. I'm super excited. I want to learn. And I just, I love when we're able to pair um, academia with like regular folks who want to learn and listen. There's such good academic work that is done across Canada in so many different facets. And oftentimes, those um, dissertations and all that work just gets shelved somewhere. And, you know, regular folk, pastors and leaders, ministry leaders, church planters, spiritual entrepreneurs don't get access to it. And there's something missing in the Canadian conversations when we're cut off from one another. So anytime that we can bring practitioners together with academics, um, at least in the past, beautiful things have happened. And I anticipate that beautiful things will happen in the future. So thank you for being willing to partner with us in this way. We're really excited to see where all of this goes. Well, thanks for the opportunity. And El, I just want to say to, to just piggyback on what on what you're what you're talking about. You know, if you're a listener out there and you've got a brand new idea uh, about some angle of the Canadian story that 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 you have a unique vantage point on, do yourself a favor, tweet out into the void, and you never know if you'll bounce off of a new leafer Twitter account or other interested people, because it wasn't just us that responded to it. Was it Ryan? It was, it was a thread that was going on and there are other people out there. So as always friends, get out there and start new stuff, get out there and, and see what, what God does. So Al, if people want to connect with this new podcast, what do they, what do they got to do? And Ryan certainly feel free to chime in on that one too. Well, from our end, if they want to connect, um, obviously, hopefully they're listening to this. So they've already subscribed to the podcast, but we have a section on our website, newleafnetwork.ca slash podcast. Um, it's called the New Leaf Project Podcast, and you'll be able to see all of the episodes there. So just subscribe and it'll show up in your feed and share it with some friends as well that might be interested in listening to this. All right, Ryan, any last words? No, uh, I'm just excited to to. Uh continue recording episodes and uh, looking forward to, to launching this soon. All right. Thanks for being on, on our little uh, promo show here. L how do people keep up with the new leaf network and, and uh, how do people get involved? Best ways to contact us on the website, newleafnetwork.ca. There's a contact us a section at the bottom where you can reach out or you can always email me L at newleafnetwork.ca or Jared at newleaf network.ca and we would be happy to reach out to you and connect all right friends thanks for being with us bye bye bye